Hello everybody and welcome to Garage Days Equinet Tech. I am your host Robert Bauman, the Program Director of the General Automotive Program here at Gwinnett Technical College. If you are a return listener, thank you so very much for your support. Hopefully you are enjoying the content that we're putting out and this means we have the hook set. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Hopefully the description piqued your interest and you're really looking forward to hearing about the automotive industry through the eyes of an educator and an educational facility. Just what is Gwinnett Technical College for those of you that don't know? Well, we are a two-year technical college located in Lawrenceville, Georgia, which is just outside Atlanta. We offer 140 different programs, including automotive technology, or as I like to say, if you have a taste, we have a flavor. If you would like to know more about those 140 programs or automotive technology itself, please visit our website at gwinnetttech.edu. You can find all the information about the programs there as well as contact information if you would like to reach out to us. Well, I'm really excited about today's episode. You know, up to this point, I've discussed how we teach, uh, the support that we have, the vehicles we use, some of the issues we run into with demographics and different age students. Also, a big challenge is putting this technology out to these students in a way that all students of all skill levels can understand. I also talked about the support that we receive from the industry, not just uh, monetarily or with vehicles and, and equipment, but with people that actually come and help our students try to better themselves and break into this industry. Our goal is to keep the auto industry filled with qualified, well-educated young technicians that can go out there and have very long careers and keep this industry alive. And today we get to actually talk to someone who's gone through the process from beginning to end and it sort of shows you guys how it all pulls together that, you know what, there is a method to our madness and the system does work. Our guest today is a former student by the name of Aaron Plaskett. Aaron actually came in, went through the general automotive program, was a degree student, so he received his two-year degree. And upon completion of that, he actually got a job in the industry and is now working as a technician. He's working for Hennessy Lexus in Atlanta. Hmm, Hennessy. That name sounds familiar. For those that have been listening, that's a name that's popped up quite a bit. They are a big supporter of the program. They help us out in, in many ways, whether it's donations or helping our students uh, learn how to write resumes and do interviews, and then hiring a number of our students. So Aaron currently works for Hennessy Lexus, and he's agreed to come by and talk about his experience. And as with all the rest of my interviews that I've done before, he's going to talk about what got him interested in the automotive field, how, how he views cars moving forward. He's going to talk a little bit about his experience here at the college and, and how that impacted his life. He's going to talk about the job that he got and, and how he's progressed through that and his view on that, that job and working as a technician. And last but not least, like I've done with all my guests, he's going to get some fun questions. You know, what kind of cars does he like? What's his dream car? And then the dreaded question of how do you feel about the race to fully autonomous self-driving vehicles? I always think that that's a subject that you kind of get people on both sides and I'm curious to see what he's going to say, being a gearhead like some of us, if he likes that or he doesn't. So looking forward to that input from him. So sit back, enjoy, and hopefully you'll enjoy listening to it as much as I'm going to enjoy talking to Aaron. So I know you've been waiting, but here he is, the man himself, Aaron Plaskett. Aaron, welcome to the show. 
Thanks for having me. appreciate you letting me talk about myself. All right, Aaron. Well, before we get going, let's get a little bit of background from you. Obviously, you are in the automotive career, so you must enjoy automotive at some point. Why don't you just tell us, you know, why'd you pursue automotive and why'd you pursue a formal education with automotive? So the main reason why I decided to pursue a career in the automotive industry is I love cars. As a kid, I was always taught, you know, do whatever you love. And uh, I spent most of my childhood in commerce at the drag strip with my father and his brother, watching cars go down the drag strip, bikes, everything from, you know, um, smallest cars to the biggest cars, biggest engines. And then, of course, as a kid, I grew up watching the Fast and Furious franchise. A lot of kids in high school were playing on doing a four-year degree. I really didn't have the passion to keep myself motivated for four years and doing something that might just focus on something I might not love as much as, like, cars. So uh, they had us go with our counselors to do a survey about ourselves and our passions and come to find out I hear about Gwinnett Tech and you can do enroll and learn about cars. Now I remember you as a degree student. I teach primarily the degree classes and so I remember having you for a couple of my classes. Um, I think I had you for engine performance and probably HVAC if I remember correctly. Being a degree student versus a diploma, why did you choose that route instead of, you know, just getting a diploma and getting out? What made you decide to go with the full-on degree? So funny enough, I actually started off as a diploma student, dual enrolling in high school. I figured with sports during the day in class, I could just come here right after school and do the basic diploma classes. Come to find out that schedule's kind of a little hard. Waking up at like 6.30 and then getting home at like 10.30. Uh, so the following semester, I decided that I was just going to commit myself 100% to Gwinnett Tech, uh, do all my core classes and my degree classes here as a degree student, and that worked out way better. Uh, gives me that time to, like I said, 100% focus during the day on my studies, and then I can go have you know my own life outside. I think the beauty of that is it shows that Gwinnett Tech has uh, classes for anyone on any type of schedule. I could still make it work, of course, if I decided to do diploma all the way. It would be more of adjustment, but degree, being able to see, you know, your, advi- your advisors and teachers all within the same time period, it worked out really well. Well, people who are returning to school, I typically ask this question about, you know, what is the most challenging part about technical education? And I usually refer to what's the most challenging part about being back in college, especially if they've been away for a little while. But I know that you were fresh out of high school. Uh, you did do some dual enrollment time, so you were pretty familiar with the education portion of it. But what was the most challenging part of the automotive part, the automotive education in our program? By far, the most challenging part was the electrical side. Um, electronics is changing and technology every day. The hardest part was being able to take what you're being taught inside the classroom and on your modules and then going out in the lab and actually doing it. It's easy to look at a wiring diagram on a computer, and but when you have wires sitting in your hand, it's a little more difficult. And then going on from the electrical side is how it transforms to electrical into the mechanical side. So now you have finished the automotive program with us. You've learned a ton because, you know, we're great instructors and a great program. And you are out in the industry now with your first automotive job. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Tell us, did it meet uh, or exceed any of the expectations or anything that you were thinking that that automotive job was going to be? So my first job was and still is uh, at Hennessy Lexus of Atlanta. Uh, I started off in a quick lane position. Um, at first, it didn't really uh, exceed my expectations. It more so met. Uh, you're just doing basic stuff from oil changes, rotations, not working on anything older than 30,000 miles. Teaches you just the basics. 
after about seven, eight months of that, I got promoted to uh, a technician trainee. So I got to go to the main shop and you're working with someone who's a seasoned technician who's master certified that's been working at the dealership for more than five to eight years. Once I started training, my expectations were immediately exceeded. Uh, it's a whole different ball game when you're going from main shop, working on all different types of models and years. Um, and I enjoy it. I mean, every day is a challenge. Every day I have to uh, challenge myself to learn something new, get my hands dirty, and solve a problem. Well, it sounds like the job is working out. It sounds like it's kind of what you expected. But <clears throat> like everything else, you know, once we get out in the industry and we actually start doing it every day, there are some things that kind of shock us. And whether it's the, the way that we have to repair vehicles or the time frame that we're under or the vehicles themselves. So tell us, for you, what was the biggest shock of working in the auto industry for a living? The most shocking part about working in the automotive industry uh, is how much the industry relies on technicians. Everyone from the advisors to the salesmen, uh, and then of course the customer rely on the technician to get the job that the car needs to be done right the first time. If you can consistently you know, keep a car in for only basic maintenance, the customer is more likely to come back and keep bringing their car for service or recommend the brand that you worked for uh, to a friend or a family member or anyone else is looking for a car. So it was really surprising to see how much that everyone in the automotive industry relies on technicians to get the job done right the first time. You know, it's a known fact that most students, once they finish their technical education and actually get into the industry, spend the bulk of their time as a technician. But for various reasons, um, most people don't do their whole career as a technician. They move on to other parts of the automotive. Some people, unfortunately, get out. Uh, my listeners know my story that at, at one point in my career, it became a little bit of a physical challenge due to some service-connected disabilities that I, I couldn't bend over a car for 8, 10 hours a day anymore. So I had to find other things to do in the auto industry. I've been fortunate to be in it my whole career. And now, you know, I'm, I'm teaching. I'm running an automotive program at a technical college. So hearing all that, Aaron, would, would you be interested in any other aspects of the industry or do you want to stay a technician for your whole career? What do you think? Uh, yes, uh, I don't always see myself staying as a technician, but if I had the choice, um, I love motorsport. Like I said, spending a kid at being a kid, spending most of my weekends at Commerce, um, I'd love the opportunity to be an engineer or a technician in motorsport like Formula One or IMSA or Enduro Racing. That kind of is my peak or my high for the automotive industry or technical training and getting your hands dirty but um if i were to stay inside lexus and continue what i'm doing now uh, working for toyota lexus corporate is another thing i could see myself doing i think uh, the brand toyota and lexus is so big and synonymous across the world i could see, see definitely see myself working on their corporate side uh, being a field specialist or uh, in their schooling training or even if it's just design and engineering now, something that happens to people who have been in this industry for a long time, unfortunately, is you, you kind of get burned out. Um, you work on cars all day long. The cars continue to get more complicated. You have to continuously, you know, even myself to this day, I have to continuously keep training and learning for all this new technology. And when you do it all day long, sometimes it does get you, you burned out. And, and I know there was a point in my career where it was like, oh, last thing I want to do is work on a car. But there was always something that kept me interested in the automotive industry. What specifically keeps you interested at this point in your career? At this point in my career, I believe technology and the advancement in technology is the most interesting thing uh, about the automotive industry. If you look back from 10 years 
ago. I mean, the fact that we've been talking about self-driving cars is still kind of crazy. It's crazy to think where we might be in 10 years from now or another 10 years after that or when I'm a little older and I have kids and where the automotive industry is headed and where it will be. All right, well, enough with the serious questions. I always like to ask people some fun automotive questions, and this is where we're going to get into something a little bit fun. And my audience is also going to see a little bit of a generational gap here. I always like to ask people, you know, what is their favorite car? they a, a fan of a specific brand, fan of a specific car. Again, my story, which I've repeated multiple times, is, Picture it, 1980s Miami Vice with a Lamborghini Countach poster on my wall. Is it a practical car? Absolutely not. Is it affordable? Absolutely not. Is it easy to work on? Absolutely not. But you know what? If I had unlimited funds and the unlimited ability to work on it, that would be my dream car. So to you now, Aaron, tell me what your dream car is. And let me just take a guess here. It's probably going to be something Fast and Furious related, but I will let you tell me. I guess you could say it is Fast and Furious related. Um, most excited car is the new Nissan Z that's coming out. Um, I think there's definitely a need for a new Japanese sports car with high horsepower, stick shift, something that needs to spice up You know, more than just your basic small engine rear wheel drive car. I think Nissan has always been kind of lacking a little bit after the 370 was made, so it needs something a little bit to spice up and bring the younger generation back, which I think that'll be great. As far as a dream car which I could own in a couple years would be uh, any type of sports wagon, Audi RS6, Mercedes AMG 63. I think nothing's cooler than being able to go to groceries and something you can pick up the kids in, and uh, that'll do 0 to 60 in 3 seconds. How did I guess? Something Fast and Furious? But you know what? I really didn't see the whole wagon thing, although I can tell you they are pretty cool, especially some of these wagons, even though they don't catch on too much in the United States. The fact that you can have a station wagon that puts out 600 horsepower is pretty intriguing. So now the last question, again, that I ask all my guests, whether they're automotive uh, industry people or not, is, you know, how do you feel? You can't, I mean, unless you live in a cave, you, you can't not see the fast progression and the push that this industry is going towards self-driving cars. You know, when I was a kid watching the Jetsons on TV and seeing that self-driving thing, never thought I'd see it in my lifetime, but not too long ago I went to school for it and we are starting a program here shortly on self-driving cars. My audience, again, knows my opinion on that. I'm kind of a gearhead, so I like to drive cars, whether it's going to work, going to the grocery store, or anything like that. In my opinion, if I want a self-driving car, I'll just call an Uber. But now I'm going to talk to somebody young, you, who's in the industry, and see what do you think about self-driving cars. The auto industry's push for having self-driving cars kind of pulls me in each direction. Um, the motorhead and car enthusiast in me uh, thinks it's super cool. I think that as far as the technical side of looking at it as someone who's working on cars to see where technology goes, I think there'll always be a need for something to be fixed. But the advancements and seeing self-driving, uh, lane keep, stuff like that, that, that blows my mind and I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, the Motorhead, uh, down-to-earth person to me, has me a little nervous. I think 90 sports cars like Mazda Miata, Ford Focus... Uh, small little cars that are fun to just throw around, stick shift. Uh, those have, I think, a little bit of soul and a character that I think uh, the futuristic cars that drive themselves most likely won't have. So it leaves me a little torn. Uh, I would love to see something come out that's exciting, that provides, like I said, a little bit of soul from the 90s uh, that cars today I think are still just a little bit lacking. 
great interview. I appreciated having you on. Always appreciated you as a student. You were one of the more inquisitive ones. So I am glad to see that this process is working out for you. You are into your career. You're still excited about it. And you're excited about the future. I really, really appreciate you coming by, taking some time out of your schedule to share your story with us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be back here at Gwinnett Tech. It's more of a pleasure to come back and be able to do something for the college and the school that helped me get where I am today. Well, that was fun. I really like that. You know, it's no secret that teachers, we're not millionaires. And so people often ask the question, why do you guys do what you do? And this is a perfect example. You can have a student come through your program and know that at some point you contributed a little or a lot to helping their helping them realize their dream and get into the industry or have the career that they've always wanted and Aaron well he's also proof that you know what the system works there is a method to our madness and how we do things here and if you come in and you follow the steps and you kind of do what we tell you and take advantage of everything that we put in front of you then that gives you an advantage and a leg up in having that career that you want and becoming a member of the automotive industry. Again, if you want to find out anything about the 140 different programs offered at Gwinnett Tech, including automotive, just visit our website at gwinnetttech.edu and you can go to any of those programs, hit the links, and you can reach out to somebody from that program and they will get back to you as soon as they can. Now remember, As you go about your business, as you go about your day, when you're sitting around a table eating dinner and watching a little TV, always remember one thing in the back of your head. Technicians keep the world rolling.